Welcome to the Profitable Nutritionist Podcast, where your host and fellow nutritional therapy practitioner, Andrea Nordling, teaches you how to grow a sustainable, impactful, and consistently profitable health and wellness practice by following her proven formula. Ask me anything, my friend. This is such a fun episode for me to record because it is the first AMA or Ask Me Anything style episode. Part of the big picture content strategy here at the Profitable Nutritionist for 2024, which I'm going to tell you all about over the coming months, and I'm so excited, is not only to produce a lot more high value content for you, but also for me to have a lot more fun doing it. And one of the ways I'm infusing more fun into content creation for you is through AMAs, Ask Me Anythings, and video. And since I'm not on social media, I don't typically do impromptu video appearances anymore. Not for years, actually. So it just hasn't been a part of my content flow. Instead, I outline and I record long-form podcast episodes like this. I write email copy. For the most part, that's where my creative juices flow in the content department. And there's, of course, also paid content that I create for my clients in the Profitable Nutritionist Program and in the Mastermind. And often that actually is in video form or it's delivered at a live event or a retreat or something like that. But really for me, as far as content is concerned, that's basically it. So I think video is fun. <laughs> in actuality, I like doing video. I like just jumping on video, which is probably why I really like doing webinars, to be honest. I like video. I also think that Q&A is really fun. Again, this is probably part of the webinar experience that I really enjoy is doing Q&A. It's just fun. can be really valuable. So in 2024, it is here. <laughs> the plan is coming to fruition, and I am deep into doing videos and having fun. And not that I haven't been having fun up to this point. Of course, I have been. But I really just want things to be simpler and more fun. And what feels fun to me right now is just jumping on video and doing ask me anything type content. So you're going to see a little bit more of that and hear a little bit more of that. And I'm sending out these videos once a month in the emails that go out to the Profitable Nutritionist email list. So if you aren't getting the Profitable Nutritionist emails, what is going on? How could that possibly be? <laughs> All of my best stuff, including AMA video links and some other really cool creations that are happening right now that are in the works and you'll be hearing about in the next few months are all sent via email to our subscribers. So you have to be on the email list to get on the email list. If you aren't there, what in the world, go to the show notes page for this episode at the profitable nutritionist.com slash one to get on the email list. And then right on that page, you can submit your questions, whether business questions or personal questions, whatever it's ask me anything. So you can ask any questions right on that page. There's a form for you to do that. Like I said, the video responses are getting sent out monthly via email and then questions with longer answers needed will get turned into podcast episodes like this one, which leads me to the three questions that were submitted in last month's request for questions. And all of these were somewhat similar. So as I went through the list and decided which ones I was going to answer, the, these three all had a theme and I had a lot to say about all of them. And I decided that they deserve their own podcast episode. So we are talking all about pricing drama with these three questions. Here's what I'm going to be answering. Number one, the question was, I'm struggling with what to price my packages at. What is a strategy you can recommend following to make sure I'm getting paid fairly and also is attainable for clients? That's question one. Question two, how do I figure out my pricing structure? And question three, what advice do you have for thoughts of comparison? 
So let's dive right in with the first question. It was actually a little bit longer, so I'm gonna read the full question. Question one, I'm struggling with what to price my packages at. I know I give 110% of myself to clients and I want my price to reflect that, but also keeping prices reasonable. What I'm currently thinking for a six month package seems more than fair to me on one hand, but is likely a deterrent to others. What is a strategy you can recommend following to make sure I'm getting paid fairly and is also attainable for clients? Thanks. This is such a great question and a very, very easy answer. (laughs) Of course, there are nuances to it, but easy answer. First of all, you get to decide what getting paid fairly means. And we're going to use a calculator for that in a second. (laughs) And secondly, there's no price that is going to be attainable for your clients. And that's totally okay. No price. There's no Goldilocks price that is attainable for people, for all people, for most people even. That's totally fine though. We don't even need to try to find the attainable price because for everyone that is turned off by a premium price, there is someone that's turned on by it and gives it more credibility and believes that it's actually a better offer because it's higher priced. And for everyone that thinks the pricing is unattainable, there's someone that doesn't bat an eye at that amount because definitions of attainable and cheap and expensive and premium and reasonable and all of that, they're so subjective. Just remember that. Always remember what you think is unattainable or what you think is fair is completely irrelevant to your prospective clients because it's probably not what they think is reasonable or fair. (laughs) We all have very, very different definitions of that. What they do want to know is about the results that they're going to get when they work with you. Not how much you're making per hour, not if it's fair, which is another subjective term. Keep that in mind. They want to know what the results are. They will decide if the results are going to be worth what you're charging. That's what they're going to decide. So your job is to make sure that they understand the results and that you are selling the results and you're talking about the results and all roads lead back to the results that they're going to get. But to do that, the most important thing is for you to be really sold on your pricing. And for that to happen, it has to pencil out for your business goals. So what I want you to do is to get a calculator and figure out how many clients you can realistically work with at a time. And whether that's months or two months, depends on how long you work with clients for, how many can you work with and multiply by the amount that you're charging? Does this number get you to your financial goals or even in the ballpark of what you need to be making? Because you are going to increase your rates and you're going to get more efficient and you're going to take more clients or you're going to hire support so that other people can be doing fulfillment with your clients and you can take even more of them. There are things as your business grows that will change. So this isn't like exactly what you're going to make forever, but are you even in the ballpark of making your financial goals with your current pricing based on how many clients you can realistically take? Is it in the ballpark? If not, that has to change. And for most people... I recommend taking the fair rate, and I have fair in air quotes here, what you think is the fair rate that you're considering, and then doubling it. (laughs) And if that makes you want to puke, you are probably in the neighborhood, okay? The fun part here is selling yourself on this doubled rate and on this offer before you sell it to anyone else. So if you initially feel like you're going to throw up and there's no way, then We have work to do, but that's okay because this is the fun work, okay? You're going to sell yourself on your offer. By the time you present this to the world or you have your first one-on-one call with a client and you sell it to them, you are going to believe so fully in the value being at least 10 times what you're charging that you know it's a steal for them. And then you sell it that way with full belief. Doesn't matter what the price is. If you know it is an undercharge based on the results that they are getting, which is worth at least 10 times what you're charging, you are going to sell it that way with full belief and they are going to feel that fully. 
Okay. So it does really doesn't matter the price. It matters your belief in it and how sold are you on this offer. This is a process that I teach in really like a lot of detail inside the Profitable Nutritious Program. So if you're a student in the program, you already know this, but if not, know that there is a process for this. (laughs) And I'm not going to go into that detail on this episode, but just know there is a process and you selling yourself on the offer is what needs to happen before you go sell it to anyone else. Doesn't matter the price. Doesn't matter any of that because like what is expensive and what is cheap and what is fair and what is reasonable, all of those are so subjective and we all have different definitions of them. So don't try to figure out how to make it be those things. Figure out how to make you believe that it's already there. That makes sense? Okay. I have multiple episodes to steer you towards where I go into more detail on all of this. Episode nine called Stop Undercharging is a really good one. If you're struggling with your pricing and you feel like, oh my gosh, I can't do this double thing. What is she talking about? Go to episode nine, Stop Undercharging. And another episode I have that is probably really juicy for if you're tempted to work for free is episode 67. It's called Testing Your Client Process Should You Work for Free. And this is the process of basically how you can start with free clients and then gradually start increasing to paid and then more premium paid and more premium paid. And you can titrate up your offer over time. So episode nine, stop undercharging and episode 67, testing your client process. Should you work for free are going to be really helpful for taking this discussion a little bit further. All right. Number two, how do I figure out my pricing structure? So in, in the way that I teach pricing. It's kind of a big picture strategy. So I want you to zoom out on your business and I want you to look at your business 10 years from now with a maximum of three offers. So your perfect long-term business 10 years from now has three things that you are selling. One of them is an entry-level offer. We call this your in offer. Your up offer is the next one. And I have to give credit, by the way, to this whole in up max that I'm going to teach you to Ryan Levesque. That's who I first learned it from. Can't remember what book it was in, but it was in a book of his. <laughs> so that's where I learned this. And I love the simplicity of it. Okay. So in up max, your in offer is your entry level offer. It is your least expensive offer. The most people will be delivered this offer. So you could take a lot of people into it. It's a scalable offer, probably a digital offer, a group, something like that, that you could sell a ton of to strangers on the internet at a low price. That is your in offer. Then, and remember, this is your business 10 years from now. This is not your business right now. It's a very, very major disclaimer I'm making. All right, secondly, you have your up offer, which is the next offer on the ladder. And this is a more expensive offer that will be delivered to less people. So less people will get this offer, but it is higher priced. So you actually make more money selling this offer than you do your entry-level offer. Okay, this is the mid, mid-tier offer. Then you have your max offer, which is highest up on the ladder. It is your ultimate VIP premium offer, and it is the creme de la creme. So it is delivered only to the smallest number of people that want the best of the best of what you have. It is not a scalable offer that you will sell to thousands of people on the internet. <laughs> it is your VIP, super, super, super VIP offer, and you charge a very premium price for it. So this is actually your most lucrative offer because you charge the most for it, even though it is delivered to the fewest number of people. Entry-level offer, middle-tier offer, and then ultra-premium max offer. That is your 10-year business plan. Again, I love the simplicity of just zooming out and thinking of, oh, this is the long-term, this is what it looks like. And the reason I want to bring that to the forefront of this discussion and why I always talk about this in regards to business strategy is because it is so misleading to look at businesses that are more mature, that are further along, that have massive audiences and see them selling 
those inexpensive entry-level offers. The reason it's misleading is because it seems like that is a winning strategy, okay? Have to sell something that is not that expensive because that's what the big boys are doing. <laughs> like That's what they're doing. But what you don't see is on the back end, they are making money on those other upsells, the more premium offers. And that is where the actual money is in the business or the profits are in the business. So it's very, very misleading from the outside looking in to see those bigger businesses and then to try to structure a much more immature business in the beginning that same way. The math will not pencil out. You will go broke because it is very, very expert level. How do I say expert level is how I want to say this. If you are an expert marketer, you can sell cheap things and probably have a really big audience and the math works out to do that. Unless you are that expert marketer, it is way harder to sell cheap things than it is to sell expensive things because people inherently place more value on expensive things and they are skeptical of the quality of cheap things. Kind of goes with what we were just talking about with the last question is that people just inherently value things that are more expensive more. They assume that it is more valuable. So it is a lot harder to sell cheap things unless you are really, really good at it and have lots of experience, which 10 years from now you will have. And it is very probable that your business will have a low price entry level offer in the future. But don't try to get there too quickly because doing that keeps people broke. How do I know this? I made this mistake for so many years and I have sold a $19 a month membership and I've sold a $10,000 mastermind. And I will tell you all day long, the mastermind is so much easier to sell than that lower price membership was to sell. (laughs) It is. I've seen it myself. I have several examples of it and I've seen hundreds and hundreds of other people do the same thing. So If you're skeptical of this, and if you're thinking, I don't have people that want a premium offer right now, it's because you haven't been selling what the premium clients want. And when you change your offer, those clients are going to come out of the woodwork that do value the much more premium offer, your max offer. So that is my suggestion. The question is, how do I figure out my pricing structure? My suggestion is to sell your max offer first that high tier VIP premium, very high touch, very personalized offer. It's probably going to be working with you one-on-one, which means you don't have a bunch of tech to set up. You are going to be completely customizing the process that you take each of your clients through. So if you don't have a super dialed in process, tried and true yet, that's okay. When you're working with clients one-on-one, you're able to customize it. You're able to pivot and adjust and tweak and be very, very flexible in how you're delivering the process based on how they're receiving it and the progress that they're making, which is wonderful in the beginning as you're figuring out your processes. So you're going to be completely customizing it from their perspective. That's amazing. That's very VIP. That's very personalized. That's the kind of healthcare and health support that people are really, really hungry for, all puns intended, (laughs) and aren't getting elsewhere. So that's a beautiful thing. From your side of it, you feel like, okay, I'm figuring this out as I go. I'm evaluating. I'm looking at what's working and what isn't working. So it's a win-win for everybody. And even bigger win, you're charging the most premium price for this offer. So it's the easiest to sell. So my suggestion is in figuring out your pricing structure, go ultimate premium offer first. It's probably going to be working with you one-on-one knowing that selling this offer and only selling this offer to less people, but making way more money is going to serve your business so well in the long term. Because when you master the selling and the over-delivering of this one offer until you make at least six figures from the offer, probably well beyond that, you are going to know exactly how to sell the less expensive offers 
that you want to introduce in the future. And then you will reach more people. And by that point, you do have a bigger audience and you do have a bigger demand and people wanting to work with you probably much more than you can deliver to one-on-one. So that max offer isn't something that you will sell that way forever, but it's how you're going to generate demand. It's how people are going to be sending you referrals. Your name's going to be getting out there and you're going to be starting to build a database of people that do want to work with you. So when you go to create one of those less expensive offers in the future, first of all, you know how to sell it because you've been having one-on-one conversations with your people. You know their objections. You know how to overcome them. You know what their struggles are. You know what their pain points are. You know exactly how they talk about those things. So your, your marketing is amazing because you're using their language and you have lots of experience with that. And you have the resources in your business to have people help you to deliver those offers, to have people help you set up the tech and to coach with you and to support you and your clients at a much higher level so it isn't just you forever burning out and being the only person in your business. So the best news of the day (laughs) is that when you do it this way, you're going to have, first of all, so much experience and be such a better marketer and be so much better in your sales for whatever you're selling right now, but also in the future. And you're going to be generating so much demand and so many resources in your business that you'll be able to reinvest and really make a company and not an expensive job for yourself. So I hope that answers the question on how do I figure out my pricing structure Let's take a minute and talk about podcasts. Here's how they work. You subscribe, and then every Tuesday, rain or shine, you're going to get a brand new episode in your feed for free from me that's going to help you make more money in less time and impact more people's lives. It's incredible. Don't we just have the best jobs, by the way? (laughs) We sure do. And because we don't run any ads on this show, the one thing I would ask from you in exchange for all the value that you're getting here is to take 60 seconds after you subscribe and leave a review. When you rate their podcast and leave a review, it tells Apple and Spotify and all the other podcast platforms that this is quality content. And then those algorithms share it with way more people who also want to impact more people's lives. See what I'm saying? (laughs) Leaving that quick review might just change everything for someone else and their business. We've made it really easy. If you don't know how to leave a review in your podcast app, just go to theprofitablenutritionist.com slash review, where you'll get a magic link to leave that review in whatever podcast platform you use. Again, if you don't know how to do the review, go to theprofitablenutritionist.com slash review, and we'll show you exactly how. Thank you so much for taking the time. It really, really does mean the world. Oh, one more thing, actually, I do want to say, because this question comes up a lot on coaching calls that I coach on. So I want to say this, don't give more than one choice. If you're selling on -on one-on-one consults, don't offer more than one offer. So my suggestion is just have one offer and just get really good at selling this one offer and dial it in and just sell one offer, constrain your focus, put on the blinders and just sell this one thing. But sometimes my clients and you might be one of these people want to have a back pocket offer, something else. Maybe you always sell a six month offer, but for some people, they really only need three months and you want to have that in your back pocket. If you decide to do that, don't ever give someone a choice between three months and six months. If you are selling on one-on-one consults and you're selling one-on-one, you can, first of all, give a range on your website. If you choose to have prices on your website, you could give a range of what those prices are so people know what that is. And then you give them an actual offer on the consult. So it would sound something along the lines of, based on what we figured out here today, the best option for you to get the results blank, fill in the blank of blank results <laughs> is going to be this. And then you sell them your package. Don't give two options. Don't say, well, you could do this or you could do that. It will only confuse your people 
And it's going to have them thinking that they have to not make a decision right now and get off the call and go do some research and probably make a pros and cons list and dig into it and figure out which of the two they need. They don't know. They don't know which one they need. They want you to be the expert and tell them what they need. So if you have more than one offer or more than one package in your back pocket, and you certainly don't need to, by the way, in fact, I think it it creates confusion in your brain. So I would really suggest unless you're making six figures or more, don't do that. But if you do, just give that person that you're talking to one option to consider, okay? And then last but not least, for the love, do not look at what anyone else is charging. (laughs) That segues quite nicely to our final question, which is this. What advice do you have for thoughts of comparison? I try not to notice what competitors are doing, but when I do, I end up feeling less than behind the ball or losing sight of what makes my offer and me unique, especially if they have a bigger audience, a cheaper offer, etc. I know all the things that I should be thinking, but the internal response still feels automatic. And then I have to spend so much energy trying to shift my mindset once again. How do I get to the point where it doesn't take so much effort to practice a healthy mindset in this area? Okay. I feel this one so deeply. I understand it. I totally get it. So first of all, I would say just change the circumstance and don't look at any competitors. (laughs) I'm going to give some suggestions, but also changing your mindset around it. But first and foremost, change the circumstance. Just don't know what other people are charging because why would you? Only if you assume that your clients are shopping around, would you ever need to know what your competitors are charging and what they're shopping for. And why would you want to believe that your clients are shopping around? Because if you believe that, you're going to attract clients that are shopping around. Because in your messaging, you're going to say things that presume that they're shopping around and then only people that are shopping around are going to be drawn in by that marketing. Do you see what I'm saying? If you don't believe that people are shopping around, then the people that come to you are not shopping around because our clients are always going to mirror our beliefs right back at us. And the reason for that might be possibly energetic, but also for sure because of the words that we say when we're believing the things we believe. (laughs) So at the risk of, of sounding super naive, I'm going to be honest that I have no idea who my competitors are or what their offers are. Literally no clue. I have no idea. Many a very awkward meeting has happened where my team and I are meeting with... (laughs) like someone to do something with our website or marketing or something and or run ads. There's There's been several instances of this in the last, I would say, nine months where different agencies or contractors ask who our competitors are and what their offers are. And I'm like, I have no idea. And they're very confused and think that I'm a moron, I'm sure, because I don't know. But I will tell you that is a thousand percent by design because I would have all of the same thoughts about comparison and about second guessing my offer and all of those things. So why even go there? I just don't know. I don't look at it. I have no idea. I have no idea. So that's my first suggestion. Just change the circumstance. Don't know. Take unfollow if you're on social media, unfollow anyone that you're going to see marketing that's going to cloud your judgment on what your offer is until you're really strong and really sold on what you offer. And I'll be honest, even me right now, and I feel pretty strong on what I sell and what I offer, I just have no interest in knowing what other people are doing, what they're selling or how they're competing with me because I I just don't need to know. I feel like it makes me then probably somehow take their ideas in and I don't want that. I want my offer to be my ideas and my thoughts. So uh, if that's useful, borrow it. Yeah, I don't know. Those are my thoughts (laughs) on just not knowing who the competition is, because are they even competition? I don't think so. 
I think there's someone out there for everyone. And like, is it even competition? I don't think so. Plus, I'm not interested in working with people that are shopping around. I just, they'll, they'll either come to me or they won't. They're going to decide they want to work with me or they won't. And like, that's totally fine. So I teach this inside the Profitable Nutritionist program. There's an entire module devoted to creating your offer that's easy for you to sell, that's irresistible for your easiest, dreamiest clients to say yes to. And in that module, I give some really non-negotiable standards for everyone to follow. And I'll just repeat them here and let you know what they are. First of all, stop crowdsourcing your pricing. You don't need to know what other people are charging. This is totally in line with what I'm answering in this question don't know. Like you don't need to know. Stop researching what other people in your area or in your niche are charging. It's totally irrelevant. Stop calculating what the per hour charge is. If you think that your people are calculating what you're making per hour, they're not. Stop doing that. (laughs) They just want to know what the results are that they're going to get. And they want to pay for the results. They're not trying to figure out what your per hour charge is. Believe me, if my clients wanted to figure out my per hour charge, we could do that. And it would be so many thousands of dollars. I would be so proud of that. (laughs) I wouldn't think it's a problem. I would be so happy for them to know. I have no idea what my per hour charge is, but the point is, I don't think it's a problem. I would never be worried about somebody doing that. But I know, and I coach people often enough to know that that is a concern for many people. Like, oh, well, they know that I'm making $300 an hour, $500 an hour, $1,000 an hour. Will they? I don't know. Does it matter? If they're getting the results that they want, wonderful. Everybody wins. So I have an entire podcast on this. I'm going to send you to. It's called Do Not Even Know the Going Rate or Figuring Out the Going Rate. Actually, I think it's Figuring Out the Going Rate. It's episode 34. All of these episodes I'm dropping, by the way, are linked up in the show notes on the resources for this episode. So you can always go to the show notes episode for any episode by going to theprofitablenutritionist.com slash the episode number. So for this one, it's theprofitablenutritionist.com slash 122, and you will find a list with all of these other podcasts as well. So don't even try to figure out the going rate. It's not a thing. It's not a fact. The going rate is a myth. It doesn't exist. There is no going rate. There isn't because everybody is just throwing out numbers with their best guess of what maybe they kind of believe they could do. (laughs) It's really just what's happening. And if you're looking at other people's pricing as a guide for where to set yours, you're just adopting their beliefs about money and about their value and the value of their offer and what they're sold on or not sold on in their business. So doing this research, big air quotes on the word research, seems prudent. I understand that. But really, it only is going to either confirm a thought that you have about yourself, which is that you can't trust your own decisions and you need outside validation or direction, or it's going to confirm a thought that you have about your people, which is they're shopping around, neither of which are useful. So just don't do that. First and foremost, if you want to build trust with yourself that you do know what's best for your business and your clients, make an incredible offer and go sell it to them. And if you crowdsource your pricing or your offer details, you are not building trust with yourself at all. You're just adopting someone else's beliefs about what they think is possible for them and what they think is possible for their clients and what they think is possible for their business. So don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do it. Up to 95%, this is a really sad statistic, but up to 95% of health and wellness practitioners are not profitable in their businesses. Think about that. So if you are modeling your pricing or your offer based on what the going rate is, you're just racing towards the bottom because there's a very, very, very good chance that whatever you'd be basing it off of isn't going to pencil out anyway. So that's my first suggestion with this question is just don't even look, don't even know, change the circumstance and just don't even have it entering in your head. The second component of this is to change your mindset around it. And I'd be very curious 
because I think that both the way that I read this question, both of these are kind of part of it of like being stressed and comparing if someone has a bigger audience or a cheaper offer and then feeling like I'm behind, I'm less than, I'm behind the ball, that kind of thing. So I think that there's a time component and a money component or a client component here. And so I would ask if I was coaching someone on this, I would say, is it the scarcity around the time or the money and the clients that you're experiencing the most here? I would want to get to the root of those thoughts. Is it there's not enough time for me to catch up to this person and I'm comparing myself to them or is it I don't make enough money and I'm I'm never going to catch up that way. So thoughts that might be useful and that I would offer in this situation in regards to clients and if it was if the answer to this was like I'm feeling scarce about clients, I would offer some thoughts that I have that I think would serve in this situation, which are, I want to be the most expensive. Now that's a stupid thing to say because I just told you that I have no idea what other people charge. (laughs) So I don't really know if I'm the most expensive or if I'm not even close, doesn't matter, but I want to be the most expensive. I want people to see my offer and think, oh my gosh, this is valuable. It is expensive. It's an investment and it's going to be worth it. Those are thoughts I have about pricing. I also want my ideal clients to want my VIP premium offer and not what anyone else has to offer because my easiest clients are not shopping around. I know this. They, they're not trying to do that. Maybe they are. Now, my thoughts are they aren't. And in reality, maybe some people are shopping around and that isn't a problem either, but I am not problem solving for somebody that is shopping around to try to make their decision easier. I am just making my offer really valuable and going on the assumption that my easiest, best, most ideal clients that get the best results aren't shopping around anyway. And I do think that that's true. Now, if it's time that is the scarcity aspect here and it's feeling behind, I get this (laughs) because I've shared on this podcast many times before, my default thought pattern is I'm behind. I'm behind. I should be further ahead. Oh my gosh, I should be further ahead. So I understand that. My brain will always go to that thought. I get it. So I have lots of little tricks of how I coach myself on this and how I practice some other thoughts around time. I think in this instance, when it's in comparison to someone else's business, a useful thought is my business today is the solid foundation that I'm going to grow from in the future. And zooming out And looking at how where you are right now, or when I do this for myself, where I am right now is the solid foundation I'm building so that I can grow bigger in the future. I want to remind myself how far I have come, not how far I have to go to my ideal. Because the ideal never comes. We always move our ideal. That's the goal line that we just keep moving away from ourselves. And really, this is true for me, but I know that this is true for you too. So think about this. Where my business is at right now was a dream just a few years ago. A dream. It was the goal line. It was past the goal line, not all that long ago. And we forget that, right? We forget that as our human brains keep moving that goal line into the future, the ideal keeps moving forward. What's possible? On one one hand, this is kind of cool because our minds keep getting blown with what's possible. And then we get into, oh my gosh, if I could do this, then I could do that next thing. And then we move that goal line again. So on one hand, it is helpful, but on the other, it isn't because we don't celebrate and we don't live in the wonder of what we have already created and how far we've come and how amazing it is. We're just always looking at how far we have to go. So there's give and take there. We just have to look. (laughs) We have to spend equal time looking at how far have we come and not only how far do we have to go because we, we will always have more to go. We're As business owners, we will always have 
something to chase. I kind of think about like in this is one area with our health and wellness, and we could probably have a really interesting conversation about this, but I think there is a goal line in your health. Like there, there are metrics to attain there. Like you get to a point where you don't want to lose more weight, or you get to a point where you are devoid of any symptoms that you're trying to get rid of. And then you really do feel better. Now, can you always improve your health? Yes. So there are always things that you can do. There are always things that you can optimize. There's always goals to be had there. But with business, it is a little bit different in the sense that you can keep growing bigger and bigger and bigger. There really isn't a stop zone. So I don't know. Something for a different AMA. We'll we'll keep on track right now with thoughts around comparison. And I'm going to land the plane here by saying, never compare your beginning to someone else's middle. I think that that's a, a phrase that is pertinent here. How are we ever going to know how long someone else has been grinding away to get to the point where they are at now? We can't, of course. So why even try? I think a much better scenario is to put the blinders on and not worry about what anyone else is doing, what they're charging, who they're working with, how specialized they are in the niche. Are they stealing your stuff? Are they not? I mean, just why? Why even take the energy? And again, I probably sound really naive to be saying that, but I think it's working for me. So I'm going to just be honest. I think putting on the blinders and not worrying about what anyone else is doing is really the way to go. There is no going right anyway. It is way more useful to just believe that your people aren't shopping around. Focus on the results that they get when they work with you, not anybody else. It's a way better use of your time and energy to focus on those things because you can actually control them. The process that you bring your people through, you can actually control. (laughs) You can't control what anyone else is charging, what anyone else is doing. So why? All right. This was so fun, my friend. I am looking forward to many more Ask Me Anything type episodes like this in the future. Again, you can go to the show notes page at theprofitablenutritionist.com slash 122 to submit your questions. They can be business or personal for any of the upcoming Ask Me Anything videos and episodes that I'm going to keep doing. And again, the video responses get sent out monthly via email and questions with longer answers needed, like the ones that we did today, are going to get turned into podcast episodes. So I'm looking forward to doing more content like this. I have, like I said, a lot to share with you about what we we are doing behind the scenes content-wise this year. It is a very, very big content year in my business, and I have a lot to share about that that you'll be hearing about in the coming months. So have a wonderful week, my friend, and I will see you back here, same time, same place. My friend, does growing your business over the summertime, the busiest three months of the year, seem possible to you? How about if I tell you you can do it in five to 10 hours each week? Uh, Yeah, I thought that would get your attention. Great. Behind the scenes here at the Profitable Nutritionist headquarters, we have been planning something really big for you. In fact, this is something we've never done before, a live challenge all about efficiency, time management, and delegating. The challenge officially starts on Monday, May 13th, and my friend, you are invited. During our five days together, plus some extras that I'm keeping as a surprise for now, you are actually going to be getting access to completely updated, brand new paid content from inside the Profitable Nutritionist program. And in this content, I teach you exactly how to structure your work for the next 90 days, including exactly what to focus on and how to lay out your calendar and your to-do list so it all gets done. We actually do an entire day's training on how to retrain your brain to procrastination-proof your top priority tasks. Those are the ones that make you the most money in the shortest amount of time, by the way. (laughs) Yes, you will walk away from this totally free challenge with a rock-solid plan for June, July, and August, all plugged in to a color-coded calendar system that is the stuff dreams are made of. 
The challenge is called Summertime 2.0. Again, it's brand new material to get you out of overwhelm so you can cruise into the busiest time of year feeling organized and focused while your business bank account balance just climbs up and up and up. Hopefully while you are poolside or beachside. <laughs> I've taught free trainings before, but what I've never done is combine it with live Q&A, implementation sessions, coaching calls, and done-for-you resources. My friend, this is a totally different experience than anything we've ever done before. That is what you are getting in Summertime 2.0. I'm holding nothing back. Remember, this is actual paid content from inside my program, which you get a sneak peek into for five days straight. The dates are May 13th to the 19th. You are going to learn everything you need to know about time management, prioritizing, creating time boundaries, how to say no to people and opportunities that are costing you money in your business, and how to actually stick to your calendar and finish your to-do list each week, including live Q&A with me where you can ask all of your questions. So do I have you sold? I sure hope so. <laughs> to register for the challenge, go to theprofitablenutritionist.com slash time, T-I-M-E. Remember, we officially start on May 13th. It goes through May 17th, but there are a few pre-party happenings going on. So make sure you register right now and don't miss out. The challenge is brand new material delivered in a completely new way that is going to have you loving the boring topic of time management. I promise. <laughs> and the best part is it's totally free. Register right now at theprofitablenutritionist.com slash time.